Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Friday, October 13th. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Our daily podcast during the fall meet focuses on the late pick four, which starts in race seven. But Jim, let's begin with the graded stake that is on the Friday card. The Sycamore at a mile and a half for three-year-olds and up. Uh, full field, uh, really interesting uh, betting race, I thought. How did you see this one? Yeah, not a bad uh, graded stakes race for Friday. Could have been. I mean, it's it's a grade two level, I think, and a lot of horses in there that have grade one experience. Trying to add this to the resume, I went with Red Knight in here for Mike Maker and Tyler Gaffleyone. Uh, race at the um, uh, at Kentucky Downs and the Turf Cup went off as a slight favorite. Uh, Spooky Channel got a fairly easy lead and get smoking. Uh, they were both out there on the lead, and and I'll, I just don't think it's set up for Red Knight to close that day on that on that course. He's extremely consistent. With 95 to 97 to 98 buyers last few times, he's been in Graded Stakes Company for two years, and he's one for two at Keeneland. Um, the race, he, he almost won this race last year coming from way out of it. I think he might get a little more pace to run it today. He only got beat a length and a half at a 97 buyer here in this one last year, and um, they ran the Beers Cup turf. He was overmatched there, but he's come back in 23 to run very consistently with a couple of wins, and I just think it sets up well for him, and Tyler's riding really well right now, of course. They're going to use highest honors for Chad Brown and Flavian Pratt uh, because it's Chad Brown and Flavian Pratt. I'm going to use Boldak for Charlie Appleby shipping over from France, kind of an unknown quantity, and they try this horse in a grade two right off the bat. So, obviously, Charlie feels good about him, and he's awfully good at putting them where they need to be. I'm going to use Tommy Port uh, for Christophe Clement, uh, horses being uh, – very consistent on the turf this year. Moving up, moving back up in stakes. He used to be a dirt horse uh, in Grade One company in the in the Derby actually in nineteen in twenty three in twenty twenty two. Think that he's just uh, might be the controlling speed in here and, and uh, might take him a long way. But Channel Maker is going to press him, so that's why I think it's going to set up for a closer. Just in case Tony Port or Channel Maker were to get off easily, they lose both those. Channel maker because of back class did not run well in the Sword Dancer, but going back to the Bowling Green at Saratoga, he ran extremely well with a 99 buyer. I could go deeper in here. I could use Limited Liability. Uh, I could use Therapist for Luis Saez, and that's the one I'm probably going to regret leaving off my ticket. But I'm going to go five deep. Um, Red Knight is a very, very lukewarm favorite in the Sycamore for me. I could go a lot of different ways. Uh... There's a lot of horses you can make cases for in here. So um, I'm going to start by fading bold act. Uh, When you look at time form ratings, generally I think the the theory is you can subtract 15 points off of the time form, and that gives you the buyer number. And if you do that, source comes in a little short of the best in here. And being a a European invader on the grass, he's going to get bet, and I think – he could uh, be vulnerable as the favorite in here. So I think the bet for me is to take all three Mike Makers. He always does well at these uh, mile-and-a-half distances at Keeneland and in this race. So that's Therapist, Red Knight, and Red Run, who I thought really finished well at the end of his last race when he got back on the turf for the first time in a while. And he's had experience on the dirt at these long distances. So I think this could maybe be a, a perfect fit for him, and I think he could be dangerous. So I'm going to use all three Mike Makers plus Cellist for Rusty Arnold in an exacta box. Is kind of the way I'm going to bet the race and take those four. You get a couple of good prices in there with Road Red Run and Cellist. I think Cellist 
Form doesn't look great this year, but he ran a 97 buyer in this race last year and had to break from the 11 hole. So he had a wide trip all the way around, and I think if he runs back to where he ran last year, he's a major player and he likes this turf course, and it's Rusty Arnold third off a layoff, so I think he's really dangerous at a price. So I'm going to take Therapist on top. That's who I picked for the, the website with Chellis second and Red Knight third. Um, but I'm going to box those three in Red Run to, as far as playing the race because I think they could get you a nice exacta. And I just, it's, it's hard to have a strong win opinion, but I think you could get a nice payoff in exactas and trifectas in this race. And I think you yeah, definitely want to go as deep as your budget allows when you do multi-race bets. Let's get to the seventh race, allowance race, three and up on the turf at a mile on a 16th. And I'm going for a little bit of a price here with Ocean Atlantique. He's a head bob away last time from his third win of the year. So he's in good form this year. He was fourth by five to up to the mark in the turf classic. So, uh, you know, that's uh, as good a turf horse as there is right now. Gaffleon rides this one. And I just thought at the price, I thought this horse was intriguing. Uh, I'm going to use King Vega first or second in five of his last six. Uh, Highest distinction beat him last time. Is won three in a row. But highest distinction's 0 for 2 here. So that's why I moved King Vega ahead of him. And then uh, if you go deeper, a credit comes off two strong runs in the two starts off the layoff. Last time a win down at Churchill. How'd you see the seventh? Well, I saw the seventh a lot like I saw the other three races in this sequence. Very difficult to narrow down. So uh, I went back after I handicapped it and I couldn't afford the ticket. So I tried to find a single in the four legs. And I found one in this leg, believe it or not. Uh, I, I really like highest distinction after i looked at it i I had circled the over to at keeneland which is always a negative if you haven't won in this track but those are at least two years in his past i've got the last you know uh what 12 races and that was back when he was running in the 60s and 70s and he has gotten better as a five-year-old and and especially as a six-year-old and you know this year he's three for six with two seconds uh, three of his five lifetime races. I'm going to just throw out the old for two at Keeneland because he wasn't very good then. He's gotten good now with Lindsey Schultz. And the last three races, 90-95-102 buyer at Delaware, Monmouth, and Pimlico. So you got to assume that he takes his race course with him. I'm sorry, there was there was a race on here, Keeneland, um, that I missed in April of 23. They ran in 81. But... Again, he ran behind limited liability, which is in the stakes race today. Only got beat by two and a quarter, and Alex June came back and won out of that race. So I was wrong about that. There is one on his past performances, but it's a it's a better race than he ran back as a five year old. So I'm gonna I'm gonna single him. I'm gonna just take a shot here because I didn't really have in the other three races. I could not find a single, and um, I just think that in proper form. Uh, coming off a, a good, very good race at Pimlico, stretching out to the 16th. Uh, I just like him quite a bit in here. There are other horses in here you can use a credit as one. Uh, I liked uh, Ocean Atlantic as well for second or third in here, and that certainly would not surprise me if he won. Uh, King Vega, you got to use if you use highest distinction and you don't single. And then uh, there was another horse that I liked in here a little bit called Huerta Ventura for Jonathan Thomas and Florent Giroux at 15-1. to 1. And Florent has just started riding for uh, Jonathan the last couple of years. He's 35%. So uh, he takes good mounts. Uh, this horse uh, won two in a row before Hozier nipped him at Ellis Park last time out. So if you're looking for a long shot in here, I think Fuerte Ventura is a, 
excellent long shot, but I am going to go with a single highest distinction. Move to the eighth race for maiden two-year-old fillies going a mile and a 16th on the main track. Who do you like there? I like a lot of them. <laughs> I couldn't, there's no way I could find a single here. It's going to shock me if, if you do. Remembering on the outside for Louis Saez and Michael McCarthy uh, comes off a, a good effort in the uh, maiden special way to Churchill at a mile and a 16th. Only got beat three-quarters of the length. Uh, was favorite that day. The numbers don't come back strong, but the numbers aren't strong in either, any of these races uh, except for the four and the seven. So I think remembering with Saez taking over has shot intricate for Brendan Walsh and Tyler Gaffleyon, the nine horse of a maiden uh, debut at Churchill where she only re- uh, lost by two and a half lengths to West Sunset. Uh, enigmatic for Brad Cox and Florent Giroux, second time out for this filly. He ran really well at Kentucky Downs and just gave it up at the end. Wrote, lost to Pharaoh's line, a pretty good filly in their, in their own right there. Genetics for Bill Mott, uh, third race uh, lifetime, and Rosario takes over for Lescano, which is a uh, big move up here. And uh, Carrara for Kenny McPeak had a 66 buyer. He made the special way to Churchill at seven furlongs last time out and stretches out here for Kenny, who's always good with two-year-old Phillies at Kingland. That's about as far as I'm going to go. A uh, couple of, uh, you know, Pratt rides for motion, Ariana's Pearl, and but that Philly was really uh, light with a 37 buyer first time out. Um, Todd Pletcher has Cowgirl Charm with Johnny Velasquez, and she didn't run very well first time out either. So, can go a little deeper, but I kept it to those five. I ended up uh, going narrow here in my pick four ticket, uh, just because I'm like you. It's it's tough to narrow these races down. You have to somewhere to make the ticket affordable. So I took uh, my shot here with Enigmatic on top. I watched the race at Kentucky Downs. It just had the look of a horse who just got a prep for Brad Cox and Florent Giroux. I like the number two post position pedigree to relish the move to dirt so i think they just got a race in her uh for fitness uh, down at kentucky downs and i think she fires her best shot in this spot uh the other horse i'm going to use is genetics just i think her on her pedigree she'll love the added distance and had two solid efforts at seven furlongs anyway and now she gets more ground and i think she'll love that uh so i'm going to stop there with on my pick four probably i'd use carrera next um with the improvement last time and now getting two turns. Uh, and Ariana's Pearl was the next one I had on my list, just on the fact that I think she'll love the two turns. And um, just, you know, it's uh, it's the, the connections. Uh, I think this one, there could certainly be a lot more there than that speed figure shows. So, um, But I'm just going to stop with Enigmatic and Genetics when we get to the pick four. Uh, the 10th race is a 20K claimer, three and up, six and a half. I don't really have a strong opinion here. It seemed like... I had knocks against everybody that I uh, liked. I ended up using Palace Kitten on top just with the angle of this horse has some early speed. And uh, Diodoro had this one earlier, ran a good race for him, and then she got claimed, or he got claimed from uh, Diodoro, and Diodoro claimed this one back. Uh, the 11, I Trez uh, Porciento, um, 17 wins. Uh, so that jumps off the page, but 0 for 3 here. Emerald Express. Uh, is uh, making a plunge in class and might find his friends here, but he might just uh, be uh, a, you know getting rid of him because he's uh, not running well. So you've, you've got that question mark. And then four, herd immunity. Has seven wins. 
uh, ran well last time out, but is moving up in class now. So I could be talked into any of them and have knocks against all of them. So uh, I'm going to use all four when we get to the pick four. How about you? <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why a $20,000 claiming race is so hard to handicap. They're either moving up or moving down. None of them have great form, but some of them have some hidden form. And I like the same four horses that you liked, but I also like Tiger Dad, the other Deodoro horse, uh, who ships out from Del Mar. Uh, had a couple of decent races back at Turf Paradise, uh, which is not great racing, but it was a $100,000 stakes race with a 91 buyer back in March. And then uh, dropping from 40,000 claimer at Del Mar to 20,000 here. So Tiger Dad's got a shot. Those four that you mentioned, I can make a case for all of them or against all of them. Um, the one that I like probably the best of those four is Emerald Express. Um, this horse ran in a $40,000 claimer at Churchill in May and got an 88 buyer and won. Got claimed out of that race from uh, Randy Morris and Louis Ramirez is only 11% trainer, and obviously the horse has not relished the move to his barn. Uh, however, uh, let him have some time off between Ellis and Churchill. Ran back in a 40,000 claimer last time out. Was no factor, but got a 74 buyer. He doesn't have to move up much to get in the money here. So I think Emerald Express with Luis Saez, uh, a move up from Christian uh, Torres. And then... Mitre Porciento, I don't know if I butchered that or whether you butchered it, but it's a hard, hard one to say. Also has some buyer speed figures in his past that would be very competitive here. And the last race out at Aqueduct at a claiming 20,000, he only lost by half a length after having a three-and-a-half length lead uh, at the last call. So um, five deep, but it's uh, throwing the darts in this race, I think. My pick four ticket is $64, with 2-4. With two four six ten, with four six ten eleven, sixty four dollar ticket, and no real strong opinion in any any of the races. How about you? Yeah, I think this sequence has a chance to pay really good. Um, so if one of us has got one of the long shots, I think it can pay. And I'm I've got a sixty two fifty ticket, singling the five in the first leg, with two four seven nine twelve, with one two three five seven. With three, four, six, ten, eleven for sixty-two dollars and fifty cents. Nice Friday card. It's College Scholarship Day, and you can find details about that if you have a college student in your life at Keeneland.com. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. Good luck from the In the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.